I'm here with uh, Washington Ali, my really good friend, good friend of mine, and today we're going to talk about success. And we're going to talk about what success is, how to be successful, and why success to begin with. So why should we seek success? Uh, this series is called um, What, How and Why. What, How, Why. And the idea of this series is to talk with people, interview different people, and um, really deep, uh, really dive deep into really important topics. And the first topic we're going to talk about, and the one we're going to talk about today, is on success. And we're going to start with what success is, you know? And yeah. obviously it's a big, big topic, so we could like go through it maybe, you know, um, in the shortest way possible so that we, doesn't, we don't, you know, we don't lose track. And yeah, so what, what do you think success means or what is success? Why is success? Uh, so, success to me is what you find most important, what you value the most, right? Um, and for people that could be um, having how much time have they made available for them on a day-to-day basis, weekly basis, um, what sort of luxuries are they enjoying in life, whether their luxuries again is time, whether their luxuries is food, whether their luxuries holidays, um, whether their luxuries is time with family, you know, and what components of life people are more focused on or what components of life people are more attached to. Mm is um, what I feel success to be. Um, and uh, yeah, how about yourself, how about yourself? Well, you, you touched upon the fact that success is subjective, right, to the person. Yeah. And, um, but I do think there is an element where it becomes not too subjective, in a sense that it is still different lifestyle that people have yeah. that find that, you know, sense of satisfaction mm. that they might define it as success mm. but I, I think what is common in all those you know subjective elements is a is exactly what I said a sense of fulfillment and mm. a sense of self-satisfaction you exactly. know um, in a sense I know it sounds quite uh, cliche but being happy with yourself you know uh-huh. being at peace with yourself being yeah. in a place where um, anxiety and stress is miles and miles and miles away from you uh-huh. and uh, you don't even consider them to be a thing in your life uh-huh. and um, I think that's a good place to start maybe not success but it's a good place that at least allows you to navigate um, you know in a journey of in success maybe success is the ending maybe success is when you reach something transcendent something beyond you you know you see I completely agree that success is to deal with fulfillment and what completes you as a human being. But for me, success is success is not within the, the ending. It's like um, when you buy a new phone or buy a new pair of clothes or anything like that. As soon as you obtain it, maybe that feeling lasts a day, maybe that feeling lasts a week. Mm. However long that feeling lasts, that feeling disappears once you've actually obtained it. Yeah. I feel like the success within that, uh, the fulfillment within that is is the actual active journey of uh, let's take it to family is the actual journey of actually trying to make family uh, meets happen the process of uh, talking picking up the phone to your family and going through that never-ending mm-hmm. process of that never-ending love um, or uh, if you're playing um, 
if you're playing like I don't know World uh, Warcraft, like your EQ points and your mana points <laughs> just like keep on rising yeah, and rising, yeah. and you you can never finish it. You I know? I completely agree. I yeah. think success. I do think you're right. Success is um, the sort sort of feeling you have, or maybe it's not even a feeling. Maybe it's more powerful than the feeling you yeah. have with it um, during your journey. It's not yeah. achieving something. Yeah. Um, but I do think still there's some things in life, not like material things, obviously, yeah. but there are some things in life, um, let's even say graduation you know, from university, I, I think achieving that and yeah. um, obviously the journey itself yeah. is, you know, can be defined as success. If, yeah. if you feel like you're doing well, if you feel like you're enjoying your course, uh -huh. um, but I, I do also I do think that um, finishing your degree allows you to maybe you know, go to a different, you know, uh, journey. Yeah. And, and that kind of, you know, uh, change of pathways 100%. in life and achieving one thing and moving to the other. Yeah. I think it doesn't only, it doesn't only help with your confidence. Mm. It's also that sort of success, the sort of feeling you have towards yourself, sort of you trust yourself because uh -huh. you know you, you can achieve something yeah, in it's life. Like, yeah, it's like, so, um, going through a battle yeah. accomplishing that battle and knowing yeah. that I've done this I'm strong in this field and I have faith and trust in myself <laughs> but within that um, I completely agree with what you're saying but for me it's still like it's still as if that that feeling of that moment is still extinguishes but at the same time it leads yeah. me on to think of like yeah. what do you because you were talking about a certain journey so like yeah. what do you consider success to be within within for yourself oh, for, for myself yeah um, so I think exactly what I, I mean why was saying is yeah. I mean I can think of success I can think of what my mother wants me to do wants me to become a lawyer and you know people's expectations they yeah. place a lot of expectations you tell me about it right and you, I do think you internalize that as, as the idea of success. I do really believe that mm. because in my own life, uh, growing up, my only idea of success was to get rich, to have a good job, to have a good house, yeah. to have a good car, and then that's it, really. Yeah. And no one ever taught me that success could be that, but that would be a corollary of something more fundamental, uh. like self-fulfillment, you know? Yeah, 100%. Like, like you can... I, I do think success is like money. It's not an end in itself. It's yeah. a means to an end, right? Mm. Or um, or perhaps not not even means to an end. Perhaps it's just a consequence of something else. You know, <laughs> consequence of doing something or engaging with something yes. or with someone. I completely agree. And you know, from uh, my own personal experience, I've tried loads of different things and. I tried things in terms of monetary success uh, is how I thought it was supposed to be there. And then I learned about um, I learned about fulfillment without actually learning about being fulfilled. Yeah. And that came through the processes of trying so many uh, uh, business models, uh, ventures, adventures, and like within those I like processes. Adventures, adventures. <laughs> yeah. I like that. I like you know, that. I like the sequence. Thank you. And it's. Um, it's like doing those things, as you were saying, allows you to build a certain level of in yourself. And at the same time, it's like, um, it allows you to discover, it allows you to, for me anyway, it allowed me to discover what 
that journey truly meant yeah. on discovering what success means to you and also discovering outside the realm of your own familial pressure yeah what you should yeah uh, not even just when i say familial pressure i mean like family pressure yeah. you know it's like um of course they're there and like for me they're to be respected at utmost but at the same time it's like finding that balance where i'm at uni right now and obviously i'm at uni for me but at the same time like the deep-rooted feeling is that i'm at uni to make my parent make my mother like yeah her son safe but at the same time it will be an accomplishment it's like success it's like mm. for me it's a big fuck you to, <laughs> <laughs> to everyone else you know so um like yeah i completely, I completely agree and, mm. and and i think like what's really important for me is that that what that success is um we as you're saying we're given a foundational model and that foundational model doesn't always li live up to be what success is to us internally than what we actually end up acquiring in terms of material and financial yeah. and um, whatever gains. You, you, know, you know when I said um, success is not an end in itself? Yeah, it's, it's, a it's an end, yeah. Because you could ask the question, why why are you going to why why do you want to be successful is you want to feel something right you, because human beings are all about feelings so you want to feel good about yourself yeah you know you want to be healthy you want to be happy you want to be wealthy mm. to get a car and then the next question is why a car because you feel you make you, you feel good you know it yeah. all comes down to feelings and uh, and human beings they yeah. are you know uh, you know creatures with extraordinary feelings and I yeah. think feelings is the primary motivator for for even going after success you know? 100% uh, 100% that's why I say it's, it's a means to an end, means not, to an end. you don't look for success you know? yeah 100% it's what's so crazy it makes me want to jump right straight to the why after you just uh, like yeah quite let's go let's finish straight off the, the what first the what yeah and then what the how, how why and then why of course of yeah. course of course well, of course, you can't even do what you want. No, it's, it, it just inspired me to jump straight to the why. Um, but, like, uh, let's hit, let's hit. So, what have I written here? So, yeah, so I've completed my why because I feel like I've um, explained what the why is success to me. And I wanted to divulge what success could be for other people so that they could hopefully... Yeah put some dots together and also explain what my personal view of success is. Actually, I don't think I did that clearly. So my personal view of success is um, ability to spend time with family. Uh, I love to look good, so monetary excess. Um, educa like educational, uh, ed like education, knowledge. Um, I consider myself to be a lifelong learner, so that, so that to me, success having knowledge, uh, monetary means to allow me to travel and allow me to give back um, at a grand scale. To be fair, yeah, but a decent scale. I, I, yeah, I, I do think um, other than just the feeling good factor that yeah. I said, I do think knowledge um, is something that it, that is probably different from everything else because I do think knowledge should be. Um, should be considered for its own sake, you know, as an intrinsic thing, not mm. not to, not necessarily the feeling, the feel good factor. I mean, sometimes you want to gain knowledge to know things, and yeah. it makes you feel good. But other times, it's, <laughs> it's helpful to you, and other times it's scary, and and sometimes it's even um, you know, it's even 
like a discovery you find that you, it, it fucking shocks you dude it shatters your whole entire world it's not the same as the good feeling factor i think <laughs> yeah, not, I, yeah. I, I, I completely think knowledge agree. um knowledge and even like some experiences you have in life yeah um isn't merely about the feel good factor maybe it's more about you know learning and learning is i think something of intrinsic value yeah 100 in itself i don't want to like reduce it to like simpler parts like the feel the factor yeah but i do think success in a large part is to do with feeling yeah but I not, not there, there must be a correlation but for me i like i completely there must be a correlation there too. must be a link between um knowledge yeah whether it's practical knowledge you know yeah. like aristotle called that phronosis practical yeah. knowledge uh-huh uh practical wisdom yeah and there must be a link between with theoretical knowledge practical knowledge to yeah. success because yeah. whoever you can think of in the entire world yeah has either been successful yeah. uh, because of their knowledge whether yeah. it's practical or whether it's theoretical yeah but uh, to, to to add to that what i feel is that there's a saying that it is also like this, I'm butchering this quote, by the way. <laughs> it's it's also the fool who is the wisest, as he knows nothing. And I'm not talking about the fool who says he knows a lot, but then shuts his mind to listen to other people speak. I mean, the fool who gallivants the world, experiencing, you know, uh, and that for me is also um. A, an extraordinary happy place fulfilled place successful place to be uh, and I think like the knowledge part of it right I think their knowledge will be experiential because no one goes through a personal a perfect life sorry yeah um, but I feel that what you're saying about the feel-good factor I don't think like with knowledge uh, with life experience like I don't feel like I don't feel as the feel good factor exists all the time, no. and if the feel good feel good factor existed all the time, it's it's like saying it's like you won't actually have. I feel like the success comes within the appreciation of each moment or the yeah. reflection of each moment that you've had and made it yeah. through and come through come come from sorry. And, and another question would be yeah, if you try to reduce um, something yeah. really deep and meaningful like engaging. Um, you know, in something transcendent, whatever that may be for you. Yeah. Uh, whether you want to reduce it to the feel-good factor, because it may be the case yeah. that it's reducible. Yeah. But you have to ask yourself: if you do reduce it and think about it deeply, it will it will probably make you doubt the whole thing because <laughs> because you're gonna say, oh, "Am I only doing this for the feel-good factor?" What's it uh, mean? Like, is it just about like me feeling good? Why am I even doing this then? Yeah, it, it, it brings down the value. It devalues it devalues the currency of uh, of the whole project that oh, you're engaging with. You know, yeah, so yeah. It, even though it might be true, uh-huh. practically and pragmatically, uh-huh. uh, you know, there's a school of thought called pragmatists, and pragmatists yeah. were you know um, especially famous in America. And the American uh, pragmatist uh, William James, yeah. um, they saw the value of things like religious experiences uh, as you know something that you need not reduce it to simpler parts because once you do that, you don't have that anymore, yeah. and you get rid of people's values, people's you know uh, sense of meaning, and all that you know yeah. uh, all at once. So 100%. you want to keep some things, you know, yeah. you, even though it might be true. Uh, it, it might be possible from a scientific and materialistic perspective yeah. to reduce things down. We could say, oh, love is just, you know, I mean, I'm 
and deviating from the from the topic of success, but it links with it because yeah. I'm trying to discuss you know the the underlying uh, structure of what success is. Yeah, you know, is it a feeling? Right. Do some surgery. Yeah, do it. The, I'm, I'm being the heart transplant. Now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, you can reduce love to chemicals in your brain, you know? Yeah. Do that for one day, see what happens with your family. If you think about that, that thing, if you think about oh that goodness. deeply, like, by, by deeply, yeah. I mean like, you think about it when you go to bed, oh, I love my mother, it's just chemicals in my brain. Bro, that means that... That, you, be, you either become suicidal, or you lose your mind. Yeah, dude, you remove the meaning of your life. Yeah. Like this. Yeah. And I think, uh, like, through my journey to even be able to articulate this conversation, I did not get the meaning, the the the, the reason for us existing. Yeah, like, I'm being serious. <laughs> like, like at first it started with me because I was like, okay, cool. Like, you know, when you're 13, 14, you just start questioning everything. It was like you just been done doing a kid, and now you're in high school, and like it's a big space it's a it's a it's a big place to be and you don't know what's actually going on apart from the fact that you've got to go to school and you've got to learn for a parent job to get that parent success that we're talking about right yeah. uh, I mean, that, that idea is so inculcated into our brain it it's so crazy and, and it's, it's not wrong it, but it's it misses it's like a scenery where there's only a tree and there's not the river and the, you know, Yo, the, it's, it's only Sorry. a bit of the scenery, you know? Yeah, exactly. They yeah. haven't painted the whole no one's, And they expect you to start painting or to be taught at home, which I do feel that's, that it's important and what I really rec- like, love about mindfulness being introduced to schools and things like that. But it's like, from that stage, from that point, like, if I didn't have that, I thought what we were talking about, but if I didn't have that point of darkness, mm. um, of asking the whys, mm. if I did not ask the why, why does money even exist? Like, mm. I, I got into a massive tiff with my mum and my older brother, and I, I went, I was depressed for like three, four, five, six months, didn't want to speak to anyone, told my brother, and then he was like, yo, you got to tell mum, then he grasped on me. And then I had to had a, had a conversation with my mum, and like it was a very conversational situation conversation where I was like, dude, like we could just go live in the fields. Do you know what I mean? Like we could genuinely there was literally a field over my hat over my like yeah. over that over my house. Those kind of thoughts. You know? we should move on to the, to the, to the how because 100%. I think we've touched upon what. Yeah. <laughs> and, and and for me again, I wanna I wanna emphasize for yes. me is that deep sense of fulfillment mm. and love, whether it's loving yourself, whether it's loving everyone else. Yeah. So deep fulfillment within yourself internally, yes, and externally in the form of love, you know, loving other people. And obviously, I do believe if you love people, you're also being loved. Yeah. So that's the what um, of of success for me. Mm. Now we're moving on to how. So depending on what your what is in life, yeah. by that I mean, yeah, what you perceive as success, success, exactly. Then your how um, changes depending on what. Um, Depending on your what, you know, exactly. what I'm saying. Yeah. So you want to touch upon uh, perhaps your theoretical side first, and then you could talk about your own experience. In my own experience. So how? So I think um, I think I may have touched on the how in the terms. Of Link it maybe to the main uh, to, to your to, to no, what, what you my think mind, what success exactly is for fundamentally. Me. Exactly yeah. for me, that's it. exactly. Yeah. It's way too like that's such a broad subject to just try and grab yeah. it from the abyss, shall we call it, or the void. Um, so for me, the how, 
the hell is a painstaking life full of sacrificing this for that right mm -hmm. and sacrificing so the idea of sacrifice the, the idea of sacrifice and i don't mean like and to, to me like i very very literally think of it like a very very everything that every decision every choice every like girlfriend i've chosen to have every every like a lot of the things that i do now it's a lot of thought because it's like okay like this is going to shape you for whatever is going to shape for the next five years for the next 10 years and so it's really a bit for me it's been about making sacrifices for what i value the most mm. and what i value the most is uh empowering other people what i value the most is being creative and being able to share that creativity uh with even like as, as we're having a discussion right now uh what i value the most is uh my family uh what i value the most is um uh, like nature meditation right mm. so it's, it's it's like it's it's a very the periods of what uh, there's this uh, high performance coach called robin sharma that he, he calls uh, sprints and it's it's going through those periods where I'm sprinting, 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 and then I'm resting. And when that within that rest period, what I choose to do, mm. you know, and even in that stress period, mm. what I choose to do, and it's like, okay, how can I uh, create my life and navigate my life in the way in chaotic, which the founder of Intel, uh, no Visa, called uh, the balance. That's what he called chaos and order, and that the world doesn't even function without both of them. Yeah, I, I love you know? that metaphor. Uh, and not, yeah. it's not a metaphor. Actually, it could be used as a metaphor, but yeah. could be used as a uh, you know real, real. Exactly, and it's it's to be honest. That's how I feel fulfilled that's how i feel thriving um you so mean uh, in terms of balance and uh, between uh, yeah because, because it's like uh gary v says dude there's no balance like you just you just choose it and you just got to make sure that you're not like it's it, you're just these two cups and you're just doing this all the time you're just doing this all yeah, the time so you're the navigator yeah exactly you're the navigator and you're the you're the you're you're the own, you're your own responsibility to not let one of those seesaw swings touch the ground mm. you must stay afloat That's you must stay you yeah. must stay you must stay juggling because there's no such thing as balance right for me because there's no such thing as stagnation and then for me there are periods in your life where you must stop and reflect and yeah. do those things but that's not stagnation. That's you just taking a breather because you're let, a human being. Let's actually stay on that because yeah. I, I like the uh, chaos and all the thing. Yeah. So let's touch upon what would happen. Yeah. If someone is in too much chaos in terms of uh, not having structure. Yeah. Perhaps not having a discipline. Yeah. Uh, perhaps not having an aim. Perhaps uh, being all over the place. Yeah. And we could also touch upon the polar opposite of being too much in order because because it, ex it is exactly the how question. Yeah. How to be successful? Yeah. Where are we going to be on the chaos and order spectrum? Yeah, dude. So and that's that. That's that's how we going to answer it. How I think it's a good way of thinking. So like this is like this is like one of my favorite topics because listen, I've got friends who are workaholics, and they <laughs> love it. 
Um, uh, I've got. Uh, so you got one here. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so Alex is one of them. Uh, my friend uh, TK Gondo, who's uh, the uh, founder of Polygon Students, co-founders Polygon Students. Uh, dude, he loves work. Uh, we were uh, messaging each other yesterday or the day before yesterday, and then, dude, I was like, how, I was like, how's the war zone in the tech world? And he was like, bloody, just like uh, just how I love it, you know. Yeah. And it, he just loves that. If and he then, can, if he can externalize that energy onto something like work rather than video games or like it, it, yeah. stuff that we do on a daily basis that we don't even pay attention to, like exactly. be on our mobile phones. Exactly, you can externalize that energy. And, and that's exactly what he do does. Like he taught, like so I don't deal with anger necessarily too well. Like, I need to shut down, I need to chill the fuck out. Yeah. And he was like, dude, when you feel that ramped up energy of anger or frustration, channel it towards your work. And I'm like, bro, I don't want to bring that energy anywhere. I just want to yeah, sit and let that energy dissipate. But for him, it works so beautifully. I think uh, you, you triggered something in my mind now yeah. I have to deep into it. It's <laughs> I love this, I love this topic. Yeah. That, you know, externalizing your energies onto something productive. You said that he feels sometimes anger and he externalizes that. He does it so I have an uncle yeah. who does that. I don't know whether it's anger, whether it's um, just, a, just a deep sense of, uh, you know, suffering, you know, that he has in his past. But he uses that, I, I can see it, I've never asked him, but I can see it through his work and through how serious he is sometimes. Uh -huh. That he's, he's definitely channeling some of those energies and applying it to his work, I do think I do think it works. Maybe, maybe 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 it's the case that it wouldn't be as pleasant for people around him. <laughs> yeah. but in terms of getting shit done, he gets shit done. Shit done. Yeah. And and, and um, you're so right. And some something that I want to touch on actually yeah. is is uh, what Nietzsche wrote in a book called Thus Spoke Zarathustra. Mm -hmm. I've actually um, Thus Spoke the Future. Is that Thus Spoke? Zarathustra. The Zarathustra was a Persian prophet, like, <coughs> okay. uh, one of the most ancient, 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 um, you know, prophets in the world. Actually, this this necklace is Zarathustraism. This, okay. this symbol is four thousand, over four thousand years old. Around all the symbols that exist, you know, wow. uh, and you can find that in Iran, uh, in a place called uh, Pro, um, place called Persepolis, in, in a place called uh, Persepolis, uh, which is <laughs> yeah. near my city, Shiraz. There is a place called Persepolis, and there's like stones. I mean, lots, lots of those stones were moved to the British Museum. They nicked them all <laughs> over the place. Colonialism, you know, the rest of it. But there's still things in Iran that is left. There's stones left, so you can go and look. It's called Persepolis. It's near Shiraz, and you can find this symbol on this piece of stone. You can find it. We can Google it and find it. It's there as well. Mm. But it's it's oh, okay. Where am, where, where am I taking this? Okay, so um. We were talking about externalizing energies yeah. uh, to uh, transmute them into something else. Yeah, and something. First of all, depends what energy we're talking about. If you're talking about good energy, mm. obviously, you know, um, it's gonna work. But even, oh, no, even no, Nixon, no, he calls it like, dude, he could like. What's so powerful is like he can draft that. For me, I'm so like, I'm like, yo, I actually need to stop and yeah. slow myself down because. I, he's a thinker, like he's a very tactical, tactical, tactical person. Mm. I am very intuitive and uh, I'm a tactical thinker too, but like bro, like I can't be, I, I would not allow myself to be influenced by another emotion. So I was gonna go into this that um, yeah. I think what he's doing in terms of, uh, I'm trying to abstract out yeah. the, pa the pattern of his behavior, you know, the pattern yeah. that 
he externalizes that energy. Yeah. And Carl Jung called that um, called that integrating the shadow. Yes. You know? So the shadow part is a part of you that you don't you don't like or that it's not self-evident to you, but it's in you. And in the darkest moment of your lives, you might of your life, you might be able to see that shadow, you know, in in some respect. You, you might be able to touch it. upon it. And um, integrate integrating your shadow is about so so Freud talked about repressing things, so repressing your sexual fantasy, repressing your energies, you know. But Carl Jung disagreed and said we got to integrate those things, those those desires, those primordial desires that we have. Uh, because if we integrate them, it becomes part of our personality. In in a metaphorical language, you become a monster. Yeah. By um, domesticated one. Exactly. Right? Uh, and 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 a domesticated monster, what that will do to you first is respect yourself. You respect yourself a lot more because you're like, I'm a monster, you know, and uh, but you don't really respect yourself. Other people respect you as well because once you have respect for yourself, it's evident to other people, so they respect you as well. And um, this is one example of integrating the shadow. Uh, is I think your friend, what he's doing is practically integrating the shadow. And a metaphor uh, Nietzsche used, I'm trying to get to this, uh, in the book Thus Spoke Zarathustra, was about this eagle uh, who had the snake around his neck flying high in the sky, you know. Yeah. And, the amazing thing, if you know about a snake and a uh, and an eagle, is that they're great enemies, right? Because okay. because an eagle is obviously more powerful than a snake, but a snake controls the ground. You know, eagle controls controls, controls the sky, and they're like the greatest enemies. You yeah. know, an eagle is probably most pow more powerful than a snake, and uh, a snake is symbolically um, things like your desires. You know, things like your primordial desires, like sex, um, desire to kill, you know, desire to have power mm. in, a, in a toxic form, th things like that. And uh, the eagle is symbolically um, the, sim is sim is, is the symbol of highest uh, aspirations, you know, because it can, you know, eagle is, if you just look at an eagle, it look, when it flies, it's you're like, wow, you know? yeah. So symbolically, it is um, a symbol of highest aspiration. And Nietzsche, I think this is my interpretation, so don't don't necessarily think I'm right. So you can challenge me on it. But I think it, it it links with what we're saying about integrating the shadow and channeling our energy because it's funny because he he represented this that uh, an eagle flying in the sky with a snake around his neck harmoniously they were friends. Yeah. And the, this is the idea is that your desires, your primordial desires, whether they're sexual, whether they're toxic, mm. they can be wrapped around your aspirations yeah. and function as the, uh, as like the battery, you know, this is the best metaphor I could use, mm. a battery to charge your aspirations. Because, you know, once you integrate things like anger, mm. you can use it for an aspiration like, you know, uh, achieving a goal like for your friend would be achieving a project that he's doing exactly so metaphorically an eagle has snakes around his neck uh -huh. and if you can imagine yourself being that eagle and having uh you know a snake of uh wrapped around, yeah, wrapped around your neck uh if you're in that position i think that's a position where where you know how to succeed which mm -hmm. is what i was trying to get to exactly because 
you're fully integrated. Mm. You're not two separate things. You're not in conflict. You know, like if you're um, if you're always constantly blaming yourself, be angry for being, you know, sexually frustrated. You know, yeah. You just you just two things. You're mm. fragmented. You battle with yourself. Yeah. Whereas if you accept it and integrate it and domesticate that, that becomes part of you. But but it becomes. It, it forms your person. It forms your character. It builds your character, mm. and you have it under control, right? That's is the key. Yeah. Is that the snake and the eagle oh, had it under control? They were one entity, and they were under control. They weren't in a constant battle. Whereas the snake and the eagle weren't separated. Yeah. They're in a constant it's battle. They're, they're fighting each other. So the idea it's, is that is that you gotta be one being that is harmoniously mm. that that is harmonious with itself, so right? So. Yeah, I've got like to add on to that. So I've got my uh, I've got a song called One of Us. If you don't mind me sharing the first part of the chorus, so it's um, you gonna sing it for us? Uh, I'm gonna have spoken word it. So when I say one of us, I don't mean above anyone else. I just mean brave enough to be myself, searching and discovering, not scared to dwell in my mistakes, my mental caged hell. So I breathe and I exhale. I try and I fail. And I break anything that wants to hold me down. Yo, I like that. So I figured out the only thing holding me back is myself. So I ask you, would you like to be one of us? Um, would you like to be the ones that balance the light with the dark? Would you like to be one of us searching for the light in the dark? And I feel that going through let's call it the dark night of the soul or reflection of yourself and who you may not have liked your past version let's call it who you may not have liked and grown into that and accumulating and accepting what you have been to then use that to become the stronghold mm. of who you are tomorrow the same so way using maybe the suffering of your past exactly to help what's what's happening in the present exactly. maybe in the future exactly um even uh, yeah so that's that what you just explained reminded me of that so i thought it was important to share that yeah man and and uh i see that with my uncle um uh, that he's had a lot of suffering in his past yeah and um you know he went to the iraq iran war because you know as um you know the whole the whole world it was I think 30 years ago around yeah. 30 years ago and he had a lot of tough times and now when he's when you see him at work you see that he's a really strong character you know people yeah. people listen to the guy it doesn't matter if they're bigger than him doesn't matter if they if they are in a higher position of power he just they up they obey him because <laughs> yeah. he, he's a carpenter it's you know? a simple job it's not so such a simple <laughs> job comparatively it's a simple job um, it's what you're saying. He knows his worth. Yeah. And when you recognize yes, your wealth, yes, other, exactly. your worth, other people's recognize other people recognize your worth as well. So yeah, and, and it, 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 this links to um, I mean, we're talking about success. We talk around success, so we're not actually deviating from it. But yeah, you know, I've been trying to um, always these days. I've been thinking about friendship, right? And yeah. what does it mean to be a friend? And uh, I'll be evaluating that. I'll be evaluating and talking with my friends and kind yeah. of picking their thoughts on it, you know. Yeah. And I think some friends who project themselves as being friends sometimes. Yeah. Um, you should just leave the, leave them alone because they're not good to you. I mean, uh, I'm not going to name a person, but yeah. um, I think it's good to have. I think the best thing is to have 
uh, a few friends or even maybe more than a few yeah. that are really good at who care about you and you just cut the rest what, of them you cut the rest of them and, yeah. and actually don't be agreeable with people like Dude, uh, it's don't, a don't, just, don't just accept it's them a because fucking problem. I'm, I've been trying to be disagreeable yeah. when it's necessary when I feel like if I don't say the things that I want to say yeah. I just want to be nice uh-huh. I might it might be good in the moment, yeah. But I don't actually feel like I said the right thing. And when I go home, I feel like you told me I feel, like, agree, I feel right? like my worth has come down. Yeah. So, you know, um, yeah. We, 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 um, this is like a few days ago with my friend. I just I just stopped talking to her, and she she kept asking me, you know, about you know. I thought I apologize, or she's never apologized and stuff like. Yeah. That. It's not really about forgiving or not forgiving her. We just don't. You know, we just don't. We're not on the same frequency, so yeah. I, I just left her alone. I yeah. said, you know, I hear you that. go on your own journey. I'll go on my own journey. She yeah. was toxic, you know. I hear that. And it, it, I could have, I could have, because she, she, you know, she hangs around with my friends. Yeah. So I could pretend that oh, she's nice. I could be nice, and I could pretend that I'm okay with her. Yeah. But I actually think in the moment that might be convenient. It might work, but. Okay. I just want to be honest with everyone, with myself. I completely if agree with painful, that. If yeah. it's painful, it's got to be done. So, for me, in such scenarios like that, I completely agree with you. And like being agreeable is something I hate. Um, just for the fact a, of being nice. For, you know? Just for the fact of being nice. And it's actually quite funny when you don't agree with people. It's actually like it sparks up um, and some interesting number one conversation and just interesting environment atmosphere it's like becomes life becomes unpredictable life yeah. becomes fun but, again but also you don't know who you are if you, if you just agree with everyone yeah but like what, what i was leading where i was leading with that is that i completely you, you, you don't you get lost yeah you get lost and that i think that's what the first world is in the sea of a sea of agreeableness to everyone saying that social media is this social media is that but right, I'm it's how you that. use that it's, it's how you use it for me it's how you use it and what you're allowing yourself to reach yeah. in but um what i was saying uh, while i was thinking about what you're saying about your uh about your friend is that it's um for me it's more like cool you don't like them um but it's more like for me if i don't like something like someone like an ex-girlfriend or anything like that for me it's always been to the point of saying I want to be um, I want to be on the same level with that person as in that they 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 are at least I am complete with that situation mm. you know and I'm, I, I'm clear I'm clear of that situation and in a way that they are empowered and I am empowered too you know in a way that okay this is what happened I may have dealt with it badly and I'm owning up to you, I'm being more authentic to you, like, this is where I fucked up. Yeah, I mean, this is a really good point. And, 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 truth, not, and, and not expecting them, and not expecting them to be like, yo, this is where I fucked up, but to be just like, okay, yo, listen, babe, dude, this is where I fucked up, and ABCD happened, and I perceived it to be ABCD, and this caused ABCD to happen because of how I was behaving to that, mm. right? And whatever. You can read the whole alphabet. Uh, there's too many. Things. <laughs> no, no, it's okay. I forgot the. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but um, and if there's um and within that conversation, what I'm looking for is 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 not not no sense of vendetta, 
And if I'm to ever see that person again, I can actually say hi to them. Mm. And be like, yo, I'm com- like, listen, nothing malicious, I'm complete with you, I'm gonna say hi to you, I might not even say hi to you, I might just wave to you, you know, or I might just not head, mm. might be like, you're yeah, saying, ma- you know? maybe you're you know, right. That, that, but that's what, that, I, don't, I don't believe right or wrong either, technically, right? But it's like, that's what's there for me, because for me, it's like, to be clear and to be complete so that I'm not moving around with that occurrence i'm not yeah, because i'm not moving around with that person in the back of my what, head what i'm hearing yeah. in your words is that um if you for example don't like someone and you keep something in your heart own heart yeah. it damages you affects you so you carry you're actually carrying something yeah right because uh you're not at peace in yourself uh you're not at peace with yourself in a yeah. sense because you just like you don't like that person but you still have that thing like you said carrying it it's yeah. not so much about her or him it's about you yeah right it, regardless of whether you know sh- whether you like her or you don't like her whether you want to tell her or not <laughs> yeah. i do think you're right because yeah. if you do get things clear and you you know you say you know, i fucked up on abc yeah blah 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 yeah. and then we, at least we're gonna be cool, cool exactly that, then or that even lifts up the the weight the, the, the weight, weight exactly yeah. or even say yo i did this i thought i did this amazingly and I didn't reciprocate that. Yeah. So, what I made that mean, or what I made that what that made me feel like, is A B C D. Uh, and still, if it's a good thing or if it's a bad thing, it's just about getting it just like out there. And maybe that gives the other person an opportunity to be real with you, mm-hmm. you know, and just be like, "Fuck you," or <laughs> you know what I mean, or like, ah, uh, or like, you know, when he says "fuck you," you no longer uh, like you you don't you don't feel hurt. You no just, longer you're, feel. You're just like, oh. That's his fault. Do <laughs> you know what I mean? That's, your, that's, that's on you, bro. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I do agree. Um, uh, okay. I have to definitely modify my modify my attitude because I don't think that you're right. Yeah. You're right. It's, it's just like, dude, it's deep and quiet. And for me, right, I've I've grown up, I grew up in the type of household where my mum, my mum used to like look at me like an idiot if I was upset about someone else. Do you know what I mean? My mum used to be like, my mum used to say to me like, dude, I don't care about your friends. Like you're not. Like your friends aren't gonna pass school for you. Do you know what I mean? Like <laughs> you know, your friends aren't gonna do this, that, the other for you. Like don't get me wrong. My friends were really like I've had really great friends, but in 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 the context of what she's speaking of, it's like, dude, stop trying to carry other people's shit when it's not even yours. Yeah. You know. And it's just like just just be very light with it and just always yeah. move around with that. Yeah, love. and by the way, uh, yeah. even though we moved on to friendship, it's yeah. still within the confine of success because mm. friendship is part of success, I think, because, mm. you know, we are social creatures, you know, we need friends, we need, you know, we need communities, we are, you know, we need that sense of it. So it, we still talk about success, maybe not uh, directly, but we indirectly, indirectly addressing yeah. that question. Um, <coughs> the ingredients. Yeah, something I wanted to say was... yes. We almost finished with the, with the hard question, mm. um, but something I wanted to say that you already touched upon was: yes. uh, it is on you. You have to pull yourself by the boot, bootstrap, and yeah. you know, um, so so to speak, a metaphor. You got to do it yourself. You know, mm. it's the um, what the existentialists have um, you know have written you know, about that. You have to. You have to create your own essence. You have to take the re- burden and the responsibility in life. You know that there is no excuse that you have free will, and since you have free will and you are born into this world where there is no essence, 
by essence I mean there is no a priori plan or a priori um, you know structure that's mm. or you know structure that's there for you you have to build your own one and if you don't it is your fault and you're responsible for it and actually living life knowing that you're responsible for the fact that you're suffering mm. is the is the I can't even find the word for it. I think it's I, I do think it's excruciating pain yeah. psychological pain I think it's unnecessary the fact that it's unnecessary yeah. makes it worse. It's, you know what I mean? I, honestly, I think it's unnecessary. I think it's a waste. Um, I think it's a, uh, you know, it's it's stressful. And you know, when I don't pick myself up sometimes, or like I choose, like, dude, this is once in a blue moon, right? And I choose to spend a day, like, I only watch one series, like, for the Netflix, Netflix series now. It's so, like, if, if, I, if, I, if I choose, no, it's not, bro. <laughs> if I choose to do that, I'm like, bro, what the fuck? You know, I'm like, dude, what the fuck am I doing? Like, why would I do that? And um, touching on what you're, continuing what you're saying, it's like, it's, it's down to you. It's down to you to pick up the pen and re like evaluate where you've been, where you're coming from, and where you want to go and what what life means to you. Like write down your family, write down your friends, write down wealth, mm. write down hobbies, write down holidays, write down time, write down fucking convenience. Do you just want to do life in like the, the the most convenient way possible? I mean, like like. Let's, let's take it to extreme, right? But you don't have to have like millions to do this. Like everywhere you go, you just have a taxi driver take you everywhere, just for convenience, you know? Are you living life for convenience? Are you living life for time? Are you living life, living life for certainty? Like it's really figuring that out. And I don't believe that you can actually figure that out Some, without trying. A scenario that perfectly portrays this, what yeah. you're exactly saying is imagine a super wealthy man who has acquired his wealth through through a lottery, right? Yeah. And he's got a massive house. He's got a best cars. He's got burgers around him. Yeah. <laughs> he's got he's got everything you can possibly think of. Uh, of your idea of a wealthy kind of you know superstar, uh, not a superstar, just a wealthy man, I suppose. What What would he do? Do in a case that in a case where. He hasn't done anything in his life, and now he he wins the lottery. Okay, l let's go through it, right? He's gonna go shopping because he's got shit tons of money. He's gonna buy a house. He's gonna get a car. You know, he might pick up some friends along along the journey. Friends who you might not even know. They're with you for the money, or they're with you for for the fact that it's it's you. Mm -hmm. So what I'm trying to say is that because that money, that uh, wealth isn't being used in a meaningful manner he's not gonna feel good with himself he might be happy in the moment but in 10 years time he's he's gonna think it through what have I done with my life okay yeah I want the luxury yeah, I bought the house but what have I done for myself what have I done to make my, my life a meaningful thing what have I done to create my own being in a deep sense you know mm -hmm. and I do think that is Exactly the example yeah. where you can think of where well, there's wealth and there's prosperity, yeah. where meaning lacks, like at this meaning lacks in one's life, in terms of their mm. fundamental and core being in, wow. in their fundamental and core being. Wow, that's how I think yeah. would would uh, perfectly demonstrate what you were saying. Yeah, about, I, was, uh, I completely about, agree. No, not doing just watching Netflix. Well, it, it, you know, it's like. 
create meaning yeah. out of your life. And, and actually, a way to experiment it is that human beings are very similar, right? So it doesn't matter if, I, if I'm wealthy, it doesn't matter if I have a Lamborghini, if I won the lottery, I'm still gonna feel like shit <laughs> if I'm not doing anything meaningful, if I'm just sitting in my house, watching Netflix, doing or, time. you know, just doing shopping. Or it might be enjoying, enjoyable for some time, but the, if, if you do that and you feel shit, yeah. trust me, I will feel shit as well. Yeah, and most people are very similar, un, un, unless you're uh, suffering from some mental illnesses, I mm -hmm. think most people do feel uh, <clears throat> the sense of meaninglessness, the sense of that, yeah. what being is there for them, being capital B. Yo, so, sorry, sorry, sorry to interrupt, but you know, what I love about what you just said is that is that is a sense of meaningless, right? Meaninglessness, and to me, like that is that is the juxtapositional perfection of the seesaw analogy, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's like meaningless, meaningful, mm. taking yourself seriously, not taking yourself too seriously, being agreeable, yeah, too agreeable, you know, and it's like. Okay, so it's like be free, mm. have that meaningless, um, childlike wonder. Meaningful. Mean, uh, meaningless. Oh, meaningless. That's the meaningless. Yeah. And the meaningful is create mm. what you choose to be impo of importance mm. of you, for you, uh, and of others, to others as well, yeah. you know? And yeah, you just, and that's my why, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> that's, my, that's my why. Some, something it came to my mind, but it went away. Um, oh, sorry. What was it? No, it's fine, it's fine. So should we, should we finish off the how now? Now I think we talked uh, about uh, the how. Yeah. And I, did, I do think we, I, I do think we touched upon why question, uh, why success to begin with yeah. many times, but I do think we can now um, look at it, you know, fundamentally and look at it on its own and look, you know, deep into, go deep into the question yeah. of why should we be successful or why should we seek success yeah. or perhaps not even seek success, perhaps why is success good? I think that's the fundamental question that people uh, might not even ask themselves yeah. because it's so built into our biology that we want to be successful in however you want to define it. Yeah. So let's dive Dive deep, deep into, into the uh, into the abyss. <laughs> <laughs> no, Let's dive deep into the why question. Why um, success? Can you say the uh, Nietzsche why quote? I forgot what it is. Oh yeah, that, that uh, amazing. Yeah. So Nietzsche said something like this: that um, anyone who has a why can bear can bear almost anyhow. You know, yeah. and that's the idea that if you have reason to exist and to live, then that reason will give you the mental capacity or the ability to navigate through life and take any burdens or any how, you know, or uh, find a way to to fulfill that why. So, I, I think I'll put it the way that I think he meant it. Yeah, I, th I think you did too, and yeah, but for a why, the why success is for me, uh, like it's a success, success goads, you know. It it it's, it it teases you. It it it, it calls your name. Mm. Uh, it's a never-ending path <coughs> of adventure. Um, it's a never-ending path of fulfillment. 
and I think we could also change the word success for fulfillment as well, if even if we chose to, because it's um, whatever you yeah it's semantics. So exactly how you define how, it. how you define it really, um, and yeah, uh, for me, I, like as we said, it's it's meaninglessness, meaninglessness, and um, and creating meaning, to, a meaninglessness character and attitude towards life yeah and your ability to 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 be that way your ability to go through life that yeah. way uh however being able to serve to be able to give to be able to be a product of or to produce or to create um, yeah. And uh, uh, that for me, that's why. Uh, very simply, so, like I want to go backwards a little bit because I remembered what I was going to say about the half question. Yes, you touched upon creativity and to yeah. create, right? Yes, I do think I one of the ways to fulfill your why. Yeah, is is through that is exactly through creativity. It's mm. through creating things because when you create something. I think what you're actually doing is you bring something in a sense I know it sounds stupid but in a sense you bring it from nothing into something exactly so you know in in um, in, in Genesis you know God uh, speaks order into chaos you yeah know, the the the, uh, the Greek not the Greek sorry the don't laugh I mean New Testament is Greek I know the Old Testament is Aramaic and uh, or Hebrew and in Hebrew, I, I, I don't know the exact words, but literally means bringing order into chaos. Yeah. And I do think the fact that human beings can create, and the fact that we, the fact that when we create, we feel, dude, I can't describe what the feeling is <coughs> like. But you feel like you created a being, or with with a small b, yeah, um, that resembles. I mean, the act of creating resembles. Symbolically, what God did in you know in creation, yeah. He created us. Yeah. So we are creators like God, you know, uh, and and I think I think that's the essence mm. of okay. how to have success is to be creative. It's, yeah. And and if you allow me, I might take a little bit of time, but I am I've already told you this, yeah. but this is a metaphor I have to go yeah. into because it's so powerful. It's again in the book Thus Books Zarathustra. And that's book Zarathustra by Nietzsche. And I love that book so bad. Um, it's my favorite book by far. And um, Zarathustra goes through three stages, three three stages of life. You know, is that each one of us, if we want to have this fulfillment in in our lives, and if we want to be a pathway to the Ubermensch, the Ubermensch is the Overman or the Superman in you know in German. Um, there's three stages that we have to go through and the first stage is the, is the camel symbolically and the camel symbolically is about taking a burden of your society of your, tra of your tradition I you know of maybe of, of your family you know of, of people around you learning the things that, is, that that's need, that needs to be learned learned and taking and learning the wisdom and and there is a dragon in the scenery and you're the camel and the dragon says, you shall, and the uh, the camel says, "I will." So the camel follows the the dragon and follows his commands, and you know it's, it resembles the Old Testament when God says, "You shall, you shall," and you know people try to follow his commands. Yeah. Uh, so in a sense, you're a slave. Right? In a sense, you're a slave, mm -hmm. and uh, not only a slave, but also 
someone who is learning, in the process of learning. Because you know, a camel, if you, th if you think about a camel, what a camel does is just to live, you know, live uh, in the desert for a long time. And, you know, symbolically, you can link that with burden, taking the burden, you know. I don't know how best to describe it, but one of the first things that comes to my mind when I think of a camel is taking the burden. You know? And camels are very gentle, you know, very gentle creatures. So that's the first stage of um, humans, if you, they wanted to go, if they want to have a fulfilling life and want to be a pathway to the Ubermensch, not to become the Ubermensch, because Nietzsche didn't actually believe he can become the Ubermensch, it was too difficult of a, of a uh, goal. But the first stage is becoming a camel, learning the wisdom of your tradition, putting the burden on, and listening, obeying, right? And the dragon says, you shall, and the camel says, I will. And the second stage is the lion, and the lion symbolically is an independent creature. I, I mean, I mean, even in, Within in, in reality, it is an independent creature, you know, it's, uh, it doesn't follow certain things, you know. And a lion symbolically in this context, and by lion Nietzsche, I think he was trying to, um, he was trying to get to this idea that, um, you know, we, in the second stage of humanity, we start to question things, we start to become independent, we start to, we start to uh, you know, doubt everything, we start to disobey, you know, and the lion and the, the dragon says, you shall, the lion says, I won't, I will not do it, or something like that, uh, something along those lines, I, I, you know, I've, I've got the, I've got the tone of it, and uh, that's a good stage, that's a, that's a stage where you're thinking, when you're thinking independently and you're questioning the authority because the dragon symbolically is the authority and is the society you're living in, is, is everyone, is everything. Um, and the third stage, which is the last stage, is what links to what we were saying about creativity. Mm -hmm. The third stage is, the, um, is becoming a child. And a child, even in reality, when you look at a child, the child is very innocent and very creative, they just create things out of the blue, they just make things up. And the child has that innocence about him and that creativity. The child uh, now, when the dragon says you shall, the child doesn't even say no like the lion. The child just creates. He creates his own values, he becomes his own um, essence, he creates his own essence and he becomes his own person. Mm. He's now a fully human being. Mm -hmm. So that was, I wanted to say this because I think it does touch upon uh, what success is and how it's success and even why well, I, success I completely agree. I think that's perfectly sums it up. Yeah, and mm. um, maybe you can, for the, for the last part of this, uh, for the last part of this episode, maybe you can lay out your thoughts on the why question a little bit, like expand into it maybe a bit, a bit more fundamentally before, before I say something and then we finish off. Okay, um, the why. Um, for me, I used my why, which my why is to empower people, is to empower as many people as possible, to empower three billion people. Why success though? Why success? Why should you empower people? Why should I empower people? It's a difficult question. But, um, I want the whole world to shift paradigms. By shift paradigms, I mean, the same way we move from a postmodernist, a modernist society to postmodernist society. From modernist to postmodernist, yeah. yeah. 
um, and the way we move to the technology society, the shift consciousness to how we perceive and how we interact, and yeah. even the way the conversation we had about your friend. So you mean advancement? Uh, advancement. So why is the uh, advancement? Is the why the advancement is important, and I feel like the advancement is already begun, has already begun, and will never stop. You know, mm -hmm. is that maybe the fact that you can't answer the question is testament to the uh, to the fact that we are asking the wrong question. Maybe the why is it's like just it's just like an um, it's just a deep sense that we have and we can't really abstract out. You Fun know, fundamentally, the why is a reason to wake up in the morning. Mm. Like a reason to wake up in the morning. Otherwise, why would I? Like obviously, my family is there. I wake up from my family in the morning. And another person, their why would be to wake up because they've got to take care of their neighbour who they really care deeply about. Is what do you care deeply about enough to wake up in the morning about and fight and slave and grind and survive and do whatever and, and thrive exactly and thrive to um, to work every morning mm. every day every day sometimes I even go to sleep like that that is what I want to do that is why I'm here and that why I feel is also important to say. Uh, which uh, may, some people may get confused of is that that why can change mm. that why doesn't need to stay the same I believe that everyone's why will always be to be of service to something or other people mm. that for me is a fundamental truth but for that like that for me is a truth like mm. across across the line you know yeah. um, but it's like how how I do that 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 for me has been the one inconsistent thing in my life so I mean, far. Yeah, you already touched upon the hand yeah, question. Yeah, but it's the but it's the why is to be of service to as many people as possible mm. to forward yeah. to to transcend current human consciousness. Something to, something to challenge you on this uh, is yeah. that there is there seems to be an infinite regress. By infinite regress, I mean there yeah. seems to be you say you want to be of service of people. Yeah, then you could ask the question. Why should you be of service of people? Why and then, you? and then, then maybe it's, it's to, <laughs> to provide service to other people yeah. and to feel good, right? Yeah. And then, why to provide it? Why? <laughs> so let's not do this. Let's but not, but, but yeah. I, I think I'm going to try to answer it, yeah. which is I've been thinking about this for, yeah. for a long time. Is uh, through the reading of uh, existentialist work, and existentialism is actually a branch in philosophy where yeah. it's practical. It's you know, I love the, you really love philosophy where it's it's just abstract and it's good for thinking, but it doesn't really help your life. It doesn't <laughs> really give you anything. It helps you in a sense of me, uh, teaching you how to think. Yeah. But yes, um, existentialism is a branch that is about being in the world. It's about existing in the world, right? And the way I would answer the question would be similar to how Jordan Peterson answers the question. Yes, sir. And I do definitely agree with him. Is that Perhaps you can't answer the question, why success? But perhaps you can ask the question, if not success, then what, right? And, and, and let's put a scenario that, uh, let's imagine someone who, who wakes up very late, who doesn't do anything, who, who just nihilistic and, you know, just, just a mess basically. Yeah. Uh, doesn't care about his family, he's not loyal, he doesn't have any values, he's, mm. um, you know, like, the man in the you know in the book from, the notes from the underground he's 
He's, he's very contradictory. He even enjoys being in pain because pain gives him something. It's not nothing. And I think the, fun, the way to answer the question is that if, not, if, if you won't have success, you will have the suffering. And as you said, the unnecessary suffering that will be there, that will kill you to the core of your being. Mm. And the fact that if you dwell upon that question, if you think about that question of uh, not doing anything, not really you know, doing anything for, your, for yourself, mm. it, it brings you to a position in your life where you think that you don't exist really. As I was saying, mm. uh, maybe everyone doesn't think the same way, but yeah. they might not think it, they feel it. Mm. It doesn't matter if they think it. They might be in their beds thinking, I'm sorry, feeling, I, I can't describe that feeling. It's, it's like a sense of inner, uh, sense of inertia yeah. Yeah, and meaninglessness, complete meaning, as if you don't exist. That's as if you don't exist. I mean, you see things as if you're looking at things in your bed, but you haven't done anything in your life. You don't know anyone. You haven't made any friends. Yeah. And the way to answer the question why success is look at this opposite. What happens when you don't, when you don't have success mm -hmm. in in any you know subjective sense to you or fulfillment or mm -hmm. accomplishment or friendship or any of the things we touched upon mm -hmm. if you don't have those yeah. you're in that state so the question is now th there could be as i said there, there's an infinite regress even mm -hmm. in my case because you yeah. could ask wait why why should we not be in that position of pain and suffering blah yeah. blah blah, blah. Oh, but the thing is yeah. you, you can no longer answer that question because yeah. most people it, they can argue with you, yeah. but when they're in that position, mm. it's not something to argue about. It's not something to think about. It is what it is. It is what it is. Yes. And they they will they will not want to be in that position. Everyone wants to move away from that position, a position of full full and complete chaos, mm. to balance between chaos and order, as right. you were saying. So, uh, like, so I thought of a question right now. So the question that I just thought of is like. Oh. <laughs> What, if, what would you do if you could choose your type of suffering? Which is what I believe we're doing. Mm, mm, yeah. You know? Well, I, I would choose it as um, constant suffering, mm -hmm. but not in big chunks. Yeah. So what I mean is, if you take the burden daily by daily and yeah. you have a plan and schedule, yeah. Then it doesn't become a monster. It doesn't, make, it doesn't come smacking you in the face and it's yeah. like a big tsunami. Yeah, that's, this is what I'm saying. So, what? What, could, what would you do if you could choose your own suffering? And did you know you can choose your own suffering? You know? You can. So <laughs> and what is going to be your suffering you're going to choose? Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh. Anyway, we had an amazing conversation. This okay. is the Lifetime Report, and this series is What, How, Why. And we had this great conversation. Thank you very much for coming. And yeah, absolute pleasure. We will see you in maybe in you know in the following uh, series if if you would like to. Definitely. Again. Yeah, this has been great. I don't. And st stay tuned. We're definitely going to do more podcasts. Uh, I'm actually on it now, so I finished my A levels, so I will definitely uh, publish at least a podcast a week, at least, or maybe 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 even two podcasts a week. See what happens. Mm -hmm. But thank you for listening, and uh, see you soon. Take care.